Today is Friday, February 23rd. We are talking about the status of war in Ukraine now that the Russian invasion is about to hit its two-year mark and how the Biden administration is punishing Russia on this grim anniversary. Also, the first American moon landing in half a century and what's planned for its mission on the lunar surface. Plus, the next big contest for Republican presidential candidates, what may have caused widespread outages at America's largest wireless provider, and new backlash over Major League Baseball's new uniforms. Those stories and more news to know in today's episode. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. It was two years ago that Russia started its invasion of Ukraine. And now, as the war enters its third year, much of the Eastern European country has been shattered. Hundreds of thousands of people have been killed or injured on both sides. More than 14 million people have been driven away from their homes. The destruction is widespread across homes, businesses, schools, and farmlands. Both Ukraine and Russia's economies have been decimated. And both sides seem to be struggling to gain an edge on the battlefield. Though, while Ukraine's supplies are dwindling, Russia has been showing off some new weapons. This week, Russian President Putin flew aboard a nuclear-capable strategic bomber, a move that was seen as a reminder of Russia's nuclear capabilities. Some Russian and American diplomats now say they can't remember a time of worse relations between the two biggest nuclear powers. We talk a lot more about the state of the war and the debate over new funding for Ukraine in this weekend's Special Edition Saturday episode. It comes out tomorrow right here in your podcast app. The Biden administration is promising to keep up its pressure on Russia as long as the war in Ukraine continues. Today, the U.S. Treasury plans to impose more than 500 new sanctions on Russia and its war machine. They represent the largest single batch of penalties since this war started, and they come on the heels of a new series of arrests and indictments announced yesterday. They target Russian businessmen, including the head of Russia's second largest bank. He's accused of trying to evade sanctions and launder money to support two super yachts, and of concealing his own ownership of a home in Aspen, Colorado, hoping to profit off the sale. Two of his middlemen, who were based in the U.S., were taken into custody. The Justice Department says all of these actions are meant to send a message to Russian President Putin that the U.S. is not going away. Over the past two years, the U.S. has issued thousands of sanctions against Russian officials, businessmen, banks, companies, and entire industries. It's also charged dozens of people with violating sanctions and export controls and it secured court orders for nearly $700 million in assets. The U.S. has actually been able to transfer more than $5 million of seized Russian assets to Europe in support of Ukraine's defense. Russia has been able to blunt the impact of international sanctions somewhat, though, by working with Iran and others. But Ukraine has other allies, too, and other Western countries are also planning more sanctions, seizures, and criminal charges. Republican voters are going back to the polls this weekend. The GOP presidential ticket is still a face-off between former President Trump and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. As you know, Trump already won Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada. But this weekend, Haley has her sights on her home state. And she's been campaigning heavily there. Still, recent polls show Trump is positioned to defeat her again in South Carolina by a two-to-one margin. Even if that happens, though, Haley is promising to stay in the race. She's already said she plans to compete through Super Tuesday on March 5th, and perhaps even beyond that, saying, quote, I'm campaigning every day until the last person votes. But Trump is already looking ahead to the general election. This week, he even talked about who he might pick as his running mate, saying his shortlist includes Senator Tim Scott, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, 
all former GOP presidential candidates who have since dropped out. On the other side, President Biden is sticking with Vice President Kamala Harris, and they easily won South Carolina's Democratic primary a few weeks ago. We'll let you know Monday what South Carolina Republicans decide. It's official now. The U.S. has landed on the moon for the first time since 1972, and it did it in a historic fashion, using a privately owned spacecraft in a successful landing for the first time in America. While it was NASA's mission, the lunar lander itself, called Odysseus, was built by a private Texas-based company called Intuitive Machines. The lander launched a week ago on top of a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket and successfully reached the moon's surface last night. It had to find a flat spot among all the cliffs and craters near the moon's south pole. In fact, this was the closest landing to the moon's south pole in history. The lander is carrying a suite of scientific instruments and tech for NASA and also some items for commercial customers. Of course, there were no humans on board, but Odysseus hopes to help NASA learn more about the moon's surface before it plans to send astronauts back in 2025. More news is still coming up, but first, let's take a quick break for our sponsor. We are well into 2024 now, and yes, some of the things I thought I would do in the new year did not happen, or products I tried did not last. But one thing that I'm still using all the time is my Lumi deodorant. It really is my favorite deodorant. I'm always so impressed at how well it works, and I love all the options, from stick deodorant to deodorant wipes to body wash and more. I got to try all of them thanks to my starter pack, and now when I reorder, which I definitely will be, I can get all of my favorite products and scents. I especially like the cool cucumber scent, by the way. Lumi is a whole-body deodorant that is clinically proven to block odor all day long and control odor for up to 72 hours. So check out Lumi's starter pack. It is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid-stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. That's over 40% off their starter pack, too. Use code NEWSWORTHY for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code NEWSWORTHY at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Now back to the news. Giant pandas from China could be arriving in the U.S. again soon. The Chinese embassy in the U.S. put out a statement this week saying its government plans to continue its panda diplomacy with the West. Apparently, the China Wildlife Conservation Association reached agreements with the San Diego Zoo in California and the Madrid Zoo in Spain. San Diego Zoo says it's already making preparation for one female and one male panda that could arrive by the end of the summer. This marks the first time China has granted new panda loans to the U.S. in two decades. China is also in negotiations with the National Zoo in Washington, D.C., and others in the U.S. have been applying to receive the iconic animals, too. If you're an AT&T wireless customer, you might have had trouble with your phone service for much of the day yesterday, and you certainly were not alone. AT&T's network went down for hundreds of thousands of customers all around the country in cities like New York, Chicago, Atlanta, Miami, Houston, and Dallas. People were unable to make calls, send texts, or access the Internet. Some people could not even contact emergency services by calling 911, and that raised a lot of concerns. In fact, the FBI and Homeland Security Department even launched investigations. But service was eventually restored yesterday afternoon, about 11 hours after reports of the first outage. And last night, AT&T said the issue was caused by an error within the company, not a cyber attack. Specifically, there was an incorrect process used as the company was expanding its network. And now the company says it's going to be taking steps to make sure customers don't deal with this ever again. The FCC is investigating as well. 
stocks on Wall Street recorded their biggest gains in more than a year, mostly thanks to artificial intelligence. Investors raced to buy shares of chipmaker NVIDIA. Since the day before, the company reported record growth. Specifically, revenues rose more than 250% from the same time period just a couple of years ago. And of course, profits were fueled by its dominance in making the tools that power AI. By the end of the day yesterday, NVIDIA shares were up 16%. In other words, it added $276 billion to its valuation, making it now the third largest U.S.-listed company. Plus, other chip makers also saw a sharp increase in their stock prices. And it wasn't just Wall Street that saw gains either. Stock markets in Japan, China, Germany, France, and Britain all ended the day higher. Google has decided to pause a key feature of its new AI tool, since it apparently took diversity efforts a little too far. Gemini's image generation feature apparently depicted specific white figures as people of color, including the founding fathers and even Nazi-era German soldiers. It seems to have been an overcorrection to long-standing racial bias problems in artificial intelligence. Google put out a statement to clarify that Gemini does generate a wide range of people and, quote, that's generally a good thing because people around the world use it, but it's missing the mark here. So now Google says it's working to address these issues. It's pausing image generation of people for now and is promising to release an improved version soon. Major League Baseball is coming back, but the MLB's new uniforms aren't exactly getting a warm welcome. When pitchers and catchers reported for spring training this week, they got their first glimpse. And already the Major League Baseball Players Association has raised some concerns to the league. Apparently more than one player has said the jerseys look amateurish and that the fabric is flimsy. The lettering is smaller, and some of the team insignias and logos are no longer stitched directly onto the jersey. On top of all that, some say the eggshell color of the pants is kind of see-through. The MLB defends them, though, saying the changes are all about performance. Specifically, they improve mobility by giving players 25% more stretch and that they dry 28% faster. Plus, it says the lettering, sleeve emblems, and numbering are less bulky in an attempt to make uniforms more breathable and comfortable. The new uniforms are designed by Nike and manufactured by Fanatics. Fanatics measured every player last year, and Nike body-scanned more than 300 players to get the ideal fit. Now the companies are visiting training camps and uniform fittings to get more specific feedback from players. And they're trying to figure out what, if anything, can be done before opening day on March 28th. That's it for the main news today, so now it's time for Feel Good Friday, when we bring you one extra feel-good or positive news story before the weekend. But first, a quick break for our sponsor. All of us have those certain items in our closet that you pick over everything else, right? For me, that is definitely Honey Love's Legging 2.0. They are stylish, comfortable, have great shaping, they're super soft with a cooling material, and they're convenient with pockets on the sides. Whether I'm working from home, working out, or running around town with my toddler, Honey Love's Legging 2.0 are my go-to. And when it comes to shapewear, I choose Honey Love every time as well. In fact, they have incredibly comfortable shapewear, tanks, bras, leggings, and more for everyday support or for an upcoming special event. I love the look and feel of all of their products I've tried so far. And our executive producer agrees there's a reason she chose Honey Love Shapewear on her wedding day. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com newsworthy. Yes, treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com newsworthy. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off, honeylove.com newsworthy. After your purchase, they ask where you heard about them, so please support our show and tell them we sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. Now, back to Feel Good Friday. Today, we're talking about new communities that blend elder care with early childhood daycare. One of these intergenerational care centers recently opened up in Northwest England. 
and everyone really seems to be enjoying each other and benefiting from each other's company. The nonprofit behind the idea says the same things that help growing kids, learning and fun, have been known to delay the progression of dementia. So children and older residents are enjoying experiences together each day, including mealtimes, stories, arts and crafts, and exercise. Similar projects are already running in the U.S. For example, there's an intergenerational learning center in Seattle that opened its doors back in 2015. And now the 400 adults in the assisted living center join the kids in activities like music, dancing, and storytelling, or even just plain visiting. If you want to know more, there's actually a documentary about it called The Growing Season that shows how growing up and growing old can both be positive experiences. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with our special edition Saturday episode with new analysis about Russia's war in Ukraine and America's role. Then join us again Monday for your next News Roundup. And don't forget, there's a sale on the Newsworthy shirts, mugs, and more through Sunday. So go to thenewsworthy.com merch to check out all the options. For now, thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. Have a great weekend. <laughs>